Grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. This is the day that the Lord has made. Welcome to this service being brought to you from Holy Trinity Parish Church in the heart of Sutton Coalfield. Thank you for joining us today. Our church has existed on this site since the mid-13th century. Over those 750 years, the building has seen many major changes as each generation adapted the place to be fit for their times. The most recent of those changes was just six years ago. Our work sought to marry the best of the contributions inherited from the past with the best that is available in our own age. We hope the same can be said of our worship. We begin with a hymn. have come together in the name of Christ to offer our praise and thanksgiving, to hear and receive God's holy word, to pray for the needs of the world and to seek the forgiveness of our sins, that by the power of the Holy Spirit 
we may give ourselves to the service of God. God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, Jesus Christ, to save us from our sins, to be our advocate in heaven, and to bring us to eternal life. Let us confess our sins in penitence and faith, firmly resolved to keep God's commandments and to live in love and peace with all. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we have sinned against you and against our neighbour in thought and word and deed, through negligence, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault. We are truly sorry and repent of all our sins. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us, forgive us all that is past and grant that we may serve you in newness of life to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon us, pardon and deliver us from all our sins, confirm and strengthen us in all goodness and keep us in life eternal through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord our God, creator and redeemer of all. To you be glory and praise forever. From the waters of chaos you drew forth the world, and in your great love fashioned us in your image. Now through the deep waters of death you have brought your people to new birth by raising your Son to life in triumph. May Christ, your light, ever dawn in our hearts as we offer you our sacrifice of thanks and praise. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Blessed be God forever. A reading from the book of Isaiah, chapter 65. I was ready to be sought out by those who did not ask, to be found by those who did not seek me, I said, here I am, here I am, to a nation that did not call on my name. I held up my hands all day long to a rebellious people who walk in a way that is not good, following their own devices, to a people who provoke me to my face continually, sacrificing in gardens and offering incense on bricks who sit inside tombs and spend the night in secret places, who eat swine's flesh with broth of abominable things in their vessels, who say, keep to yourself, do not come near me, for I am too holy for you. These are a smoke in my nostrils, a fire that burns all day long, See, it is written before me, I will not keep silent, but I will repay. I will indeed repay into their laps their iniquities and their ancestors' iniquities together, says the Lord, because they offered incense on the mountains and reviled me on the hills. I will measure into their laps full payment for their actions. Thus says the Lord, as the wine is found in the cluster, and they say, do not destroy it, for there is a blessing in it. So I will do for my servant's sake, 
and not destroy them all. I will bring forth descendants from Jacob and from Judah, inheritors of my mountains. My chosen shall inherit it and my servant shall settle there. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Be not far from me, O Lord. You are my strength, hasten to help me. Deliver my soul from the soul. Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. Glory, Glory to you, O Lord. A reading from the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 8. 
they arrived at the country of the Gerasenes, which is opposite Galilee. As Jesus stepped out on land, a man of the city who had demons met him. For a long time he had worn no clothes, and he did not live in a house but in the tombs. When he saw Jesus, he fell down before him and shouted at the top of his voice, What have you to do with me, Jesus, son of the Most High God? I beg you, do not torment me. For Jesus had commanded the unclean spirit to come out of the man. For many times it had seized him. He was kept under guard and bound with chains and shackles. But he would break the bonds and be driven by the demons into the wilds. Jesus then asked him, What is your name? He said, Legion, for many demons had entered him. They begged him not to order them to go back into the abyss. Now there on the hillside, a large herd of swine was feeding and the demons begged Jesus to let them enter these. So he gave them permission. Then the demons came out of the man and entered the swine and the herd rushed down the steep bank into the lake and was drowned. When the swineherd saw what had happened, they ran off and told it in the city and in the country. Then people came out to see what had happened. And when they came to Jesus, they found the man from whom the demons had gone, sitting at the feet of Jesus, clothed and in his right mind, and they were afraid. Those who had seen it told them how the one who had been possessed by demons had been healed. Then all the people of the surrounding country of the Gerasenes asked Jesus to leave them, for they were seized with a great fear. So he got into the boat and returned. The man from whom the demons had gone begged that he might be with him, but Jesus sent him away, saying, Return to your home and declare how much God has done for you. So he went away, proclaiming throughout the city how much Jesus had done for him. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, you O Christ. It isn't new, is it? I mean, Jesus casting out demons. He's always at it. He does it any of number of times in the gospel stories. It really isn't new. But this time it seems more memorable. Memorable because of the pigs. As he climbs out of the boat, Jesus sees a man possessed by demons coming running down a hillside towards him, railing at him. Jesus casts out the demons, sends them away to inhabit some pigs, and then the poor pigs throw themselves off a cliff. End of demons, end of pigs. A bit harsh on the pigs, I've always thought, but then they are unclean animals. But forget the pigs. They're the dressing on the salad, there to make the story more interesting, more memorable. The main point is Jesus casts out demons. He frees a man from their grip, frees a man from the terrors that have taken hold of him. And the man is calm. The man finds peace. 
Here's a question for you. What demons inhabit your mind? What are your terrors, your fears? What is it that disturbs your peace? Maybe you fear illness. I don't mean minor ailments, I mean the lasting kind, the kind that permanently debilitates and kills. It's not something that plagues me all the time, but sometimes I think about it. My dad had a series of strokes over his last eight years, gradually taking from him first his mobility and then his sight. It was bowel cancer that finished him, though. My mum developed Alzheimer's, a cruel thing. There were physical effects towards the end, but mostly it was the mental deterioration that hurt. It was awful to see her behaving in ways I knew she wouldn't have, not if she was in control. So I'm left thinking, which is worse, physical decline or mental decline? How will it be if I lose my freedom to move around, lose my ability to see? How will it be if I lose my recognition of those who love me, lose my mind, myself? These, I think, might be some of my demons, my fears. Trusting in God, trusting in his Christ, frees me from those fears, and I find a measure of peace. I am calmed. Are you? Or maybe your fears centre on your family. Again, it doesn't plague me, but there are moments when I worry. What if something happens to my wife, my son or his wife, my daughter or her partner? For the children, it's their happiness, their fulfilment mostly. What if one of them takes on a huge mortgage but loses their job? What if their relationships go awry? As we get older, I wonder what will happen if I die before my wife. I don't want to be left on my own, of course, but much more, I don't want my wife to be left alone if I go first. And God forbid that something should happen to the kids. I've seen what that does to people. People say a parent shouldn't have to bury their child. Boy, does that one hit home for me when I take the funerals of younger people. Again, it's not like these things eat away at me, but they're there somewhere, thoughts in the back of my mind. My life is so focused on the well-being of just a few people. How can I possibly carry on without them? These, I think, might be more of my demons, my fears. Trusting in God, trusting in his Christ, frees me from those fears, and I find a measure of peace. I'm calmed. Are you? So far, this is just personal stuff. But maybe you were worried about the wider world. Maybe climate change, or the poison spread on so-called social networks, or the political polarization going on in so many countries, where bringers of division find a willing public. Maybe you worry about the proliferation of war and terror and plain simple confrontation between nation states or ideologies. Maybe you're worried about this country, worried about divisions between the haves and the have-nots, 
the increase in racist and sexist language and attacks, the failure of so many to see that we can't have public services, the NHS, the police, justice system, schools, unless we pay taxes, proper levels of taxes. In all honesty, I'm reaching the point where I try to simply block these things out. These things are so huge, so massive. All I can do is act, personally, like a decent, caring human being, and hope and pray that enough of the rest of the world's population will do the same. These things are beyond me, beyond any of us acting alone. And yet, trusting in God, trusting in his Christ, frees me from those fears. And I find a measure of peace. I am calmed. Are you? It seems to me that the bottom line of all this is I believe in that state of being which is symbolized most fully in the resurrection. I believe that life will conquer death. I believe that hope will conquer despair. I believe that love will conquer hatred. And I choose to honor life, hope, love. I choose to follow the way that these things point me towards. And in truth, this view of the world is the way of Christ the way Christ taught us to see the world, the way Christ taught us to act out our lives in the world. It is the way of Christ, the way of the God who loves us. So whatever the fear, the terror, whatever the demons filling my mind, casting shadows on my heart and my soul, I choose life, hope, love, trusting in God, for trusting in God, trusting in his Christ, frees me from those fears. Jesus casts out my demons, and I am filled with God's grace, however briefly. I find a measure of peace. I am calmed. And I pray that you are too.
please join me as together we affirm our faith in the words of the Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, was incarnate from the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again, in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets, we believe in one holy, Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. And a collect for this day. God of truth, help us to keep your law of love and to walk in ways of wisdom that we may find true life in Jesus Christ, your Son. Amen. Let us pray. In the words of Psalm 22, set for today, we pray. O Lord, do not be far away. O Lord, come quickly to our aid. O God, our Creator, we ask you today to bless your church throughout the world. Encourage and inspire leaders and heal divisions within communities of believers. We bring before you those who question their faith and their trust in your power to heal and to save. Be with us all in times of light and darkness. Lord, hear us. Lord, Lord graciously hear us. We pray for the nations of the world, for the many areas where there is conflict crop failure, environmental damage, and deprivation for any part of the population. We bring before you those caught up in situations over which they have no control or means to improve their well-being. Bring wisdom, courage, and discernment to leaders, a renewed sense of purpose, and understanding of your guiding principles of love and justice for unity, for a fairer world, and a deeper peace among all nations. For dominion belongs to the Lord, and he rules over the nations. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. As we pray for our own neighbourhoods, we ask for a greater sense of community spirit as we live out our daily lives at home and in work. 
We bring before you those in education, young people and their teachers, as they look to a new academic year after very difficult times. Be with all whose lifestyles or relationships have been adversely affected by the pandemic and its aftermath and help us all to look for ways to be more sensitive and alert to the needs of others before our own. Lord, hear us. Lord, Lord graciously hear us. We bring before you all who suffer and ask you to comfort them. We pray for all suffering the effects of war and we particularly pray today for those whose mental health and well-being is challenged in any way. Support all who minister to the sick, especially to the terminally ill. For he did not despise or abhor the affliction of the afflicted. O Lord, do not hide your face from us and hear us when we cry to you. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. We remember all who have died recently and pray for those nearing death today. Comfort all who mourn, whether a recent death or a loss from longer ago. We ask you to take the souls of all the departed, including those whose faith is known only to you, and keep them safe in your loving arms forever. Lord, hear us. Lord, Lord graciously hear us. Let us gather our petitions into a prayer of Pastor Dietrich Bonhoeffer. O oh God, help us fully to accept your invitation and to concentrate only on you. We cannot do this alone. In us there is darkness, but with you there is light. We are feeble in heart, but with you there is help. We are restless, but with you there is peace. In us there is bitterness, but with you there is patience. We do not understand your ways, but you know ours. O oh God, enable us so to live now that we may answer before you and before ourselves. Lord, whatever this day may bring, may your name be praised forever. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour Jesus Christ. Amen. And as our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. Thank you for joining us here at Holy Trinity today. I hope this service has been of value to you. Now, may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep our hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among us and remain with us always. Amen. Amen.
Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. In the name of Christ, amen.